Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. When it comes to air quality, the bad news is that wildfires and air pollution have really degraded the quality of our air. But the good news is that we are all realizing that the quality of our air, especially our indoor air, is really darn important. In 30 minutes, Puro Air will remove allergens, dust, smoke, and gases from your room. It uses a stronger type of filter called HEPA-14, and it filters pollutants at a microscopic level. Check out everything Puro Air has to offer at GetPuroAir.com. That's G-E-T-P-U-R-O-A-I-R.com. 8 o'clock hour here on Sean RJ with Bobby Belt, fist pumping on the fan cam, Twitch, and YouTube. Chris Mannix from Sports Illustrated is getting set to join us on the Diamond Factory Hotline. Some of the Kyrie fans noticing during the Mavs ball this past weekend, Kyrie and his daughter walked up to take pictures after he bid $25,000 for the State Fair of Texas. With Maxie and Dwight Powell. Why does that matter? The fair doesn't open until December. Excuse me, September. September. So Kyrie planning on being here Uh-oh. for the state fair in September. Oh, baby. Can you imagine? What are the odds we see Kyrie Irving walking around the state fair? I don't think we could see Kyrie caught dead at the state fair. <laughs> no yeah, way. I mean, it's... Uh, I. Just because he bid on that, obviously, like I would, even if he's here, he's not going to the fair. I I mean, that's, Kyrie doesn't strike me as a fair part guy. Let's bring in Chris Mannix joining us here on Sean and RJ, SI senior writer all over the NBA on the Diamond Factory Holly. Good morning, Chris. How are you? What's going on, guys? What did you think of the Kyrie trade initially? And how do you think it's worked so far? Uh, I mean, it it, it was certainly a, a roll of the dice. Um, high risk, high reward for Dallas. They, they clearly needed to do something to at least create the appearance that they're trying to add something, you know, of star caliber alongside Luka Doncic. But the, you know, look, I I covered Kyrie extensively when he was in Boston. I I followed him, of course, with what happened in Brooklyn. There's there's enormous downside to bringing someone like him in. So. I had similar feelings to a lot of people did about the deal. And look, I actually think despite the record, it's, it's worked out pretty well, um, you know, so far for, for Dallas, you know, they've they had some ups and downs early, but from everything I hear from people internally there, Kyrie has been, you know, a great teammate and a great locker room guy with that team so far. It's pretty clear. Luca enjoys, you know, playing uh, alongside him. Uh, so, uh, I don't know what happens in this final month, month and a half of the season, but you know, I I think so far it's been 
a net positive for the Mavericks. What's something that doesn't get talked about enough with him? Maybe something underreported, if that's possible, or something many people don't know that you picked up on while covering him up close? Well, I mean, there's, there's, I mean, there's a lot of things. I mean, there's, you know, both positive and, and in a way negative, Um, you know, Kyrie, you know, he's he's a guy that when you have young players on these teams, Kyrie is someone that they kind of grew up in in a way, you know, I don't want to say worshiping, but watching, and he was their role model coming up. So guys are excited often about the possibility of, of playing with Kyrie Irving because they've seen him play. They saw him play in the finals for years and, and he's become kind of their guy. Um, so that, that's something that, you know, he, he can be a leader. He can have a positive effect on, on locker rooms. The downside is that he does, he, you know, in Boston, he didn't show a lot of patience for young guys that he didn't show an ability to kind of fit in within the construct of, of a team. And that cost him a lot in Boston. It probably cost him something, uh, in Brooklyn. So, you know, look, I keep going back to the same kind of phrase. He's high risk and high reward. Like there's, at what is he, 30, 31 years old, he has, there's certainly the potential for him to be, you know, the, 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 the running buddy of Luca for the next three or four years at a highly successful level. But there's almost equal potential for him saying, you know what, I don't like this place anymore. I'm going to go walk to Los Angeles or Phoenix or whoever else might have room to come and get me uh, in the offseason. Do you think that, you know, Cuban – uh, or others should be terrified in giving him the extension that he wants. And do you think the rest of the league will give him that market that that Mark and Nico Harrison have probably already committed to? Well, it, it depends on what he wants, right? Like if it's look, he, he's going to be the very best version of Kyrie for the rest of this year. That's unquestionable. You're going to get a good locker room guy. You're going to get a good teammate. You're going to get you know the best version of him on the floor. He wants to get paid. Like that, it's as simple as that. Um, if he comes out in the off season and said it says it's four years and max dollars or nothing, that would be a non-starter for me. I, I just don't, I don't see how you can give a guy with this kind of track record, you know, that type of contract. It's it's nothing personal against him. It's just you know kind of what we've seen from him over the years. But if he is willing to take a three-year deal and it's it's comparable money, max-level money, I would think about it because, look, look I, I think offensively, you've got everything you need with, with Kyrie and Luka there. The, the, the thing you have to do after that is find defensive pieces that fit around them. You've got a coach that Kyrie clearly connects with and who has been – he has been uh, very much uh, you know, someone he's looked up to over the years and Jason Kidd. Um, you just got to f- now find defensive pieces around him. So I think it comes down to the length of the contract that Kyrie is insistent on. If it's four years, I just wouldn't do it. If it's three, um, uh, you know, I think you can make a case that that's worth the risk. NBA senior writer for Sports Illustrated, Chris Mannix, joining us here at 105 through the fan. Uh, all right, where, best guess, where is Kyrie's next stop? You know, uh, just because I think he's going to have an effective finish to this season – and he's going to convince some people in Dallas that he's worth that risk. I think they do come to an agreement, and and he is in Dallas, you know, in over the long term. I mean, look, the, the Lakers—they're the most obvious option, right? Everybody's talked about them. But if you're the Lakers, and you kind of see what's happening over these last couple of weeks, where 
you know, Jared Vanderbilt works and Malik Beasley is making shots. And I know D'Angelo Russell is out, but he had a game or two where it looked like he could be a good fit in there. Why would you blow all that up just to bring Kyrie Irving in on a contract and give yourself a team of Kyrie, LeBron, AD, and like nothing else? Again, I, I just I think the Lakers might have learned a lesson or two over the last couple of years about just kind of trying to collect stars. And, and, and I don't think they're going to be as ambitious as, as some people think about going after uh, Kyrie Irving. And that, that might leave the Mavericks as kind of the only game in town. Like, Kyrie's not going to a team that, that has you know, cap space. He's not going to Detroit. He's not going to San Antonio. I, I think ultimately, you know, he, even if this season ends with a first-round exit, as long as Kyrie and Luka appear to be on the same page and Kyrie is, is, is someone that you can trust, looks like someone you can trust in the locker room, uh, I think the Mavericks come find a way to get a deal done. What is Luca's perception around the league? Is he is he a destination player uh, yet? Oh yeah, of course he is. Um, you know, he's not the, the 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 I wouldn't say I don't easiest is the wrong word, but he's not the the conventional guy that'd say like, all right, he can you can put anybody alongside him. You got to find the right pieces to put it alongside him because he is such a ball dominant guard, and he he does kind of attract a lot of attention, but. No, look, guys want to be where successful superstars are. And if you've got a combination of Kyrie and Luka playing at an extremely high level, you're going to have guys that want to play there. Like, it's as simple as that. I mean, I, I you know, you, and if you're Dallas, you're not necessarily looking for, you know, the, you know the, the next star in that team. You're just looking for ancillary pieces. You're looking for a defensive-minded wing. You're looking for – a shot-blocking defensive-minded center. Now, those guys don't – they don't just pop out of nowhere. But if you can find a way to get them, either via the draft or trade, you're onto something. Because if you have Luka and Kyrie, you don't need a heck of a lot to be highly competitive in the Western Conference. I mean, the Mavericks did last year without Kyrie. Um, so I think if you can just find a couple of quality pieces alongside him, you can put them – the Mavericks will be contention in the West really quickly. You know, there's been a lot of discussion here locally in Dallas about Jason Kidd and sort of his reputation. At the end of last year, it felt like there was not much that he could do wrong. And and I think perceptions changed pretty quickly here in Dallas just from some of the rotation, you know, questions with Josh Green, Christian Wood, uh, some of the things he's had to say about Luka. What do you think the perception is around the league at this point about Jason Kidd as a head coach and if this is somebody that guys enjoy playing for? Yeah, I, I think he has elevated himself as a head coach in this stop in Dallas. Like he, he was, he was very average or worse in his first two head coaching stops. I mean, when he finished in Milwaukee, I'll be honest, I thought he was done for a while as a head coach. But I love what he did when he went to Los Angeles. You know, a lot of people thought there he was going to submarine Frank Vogel. Instead, they developed an incredible relationship that continues on to this day. And I think Jason learned a lot about coaching NBA defenses and coaching players, you know, from, you know, a head coach who had been there, you know, for a lot of years in, in the NBA anyway, uh, like Frank Vogel. And he took some of those lessons to Dallas. I mean, look, you can nitpick some of the rotations. I, I also would be playing Josh Green a lot more than, than, than Holiday or, or some of the other guys that are in that mix. But Jason's got his reasons for it, probably on the defensive side. Um you know, I, I don't mind either some of the the less than subtle critiques of Luka Doncic. I mean, look, I, I'm I'm in Boston last year. Part of the reason the Celtics elevated into a finals team 
is because Ime Udoka kicked the crap out of them publicly every single day. And so I think sometimes we're way too sensitive when it comes to players. I think you've got to, I think sometimes you've got to publicly call them out and you've got to be aggressive about it. I mean, Phil Jackson did it for a generation. Like I said, Ime Udoka did it last year. I mean, I think if you have a coach with the gravitas of Jason Kidd, he can get away with calling out Luka Doncic and, 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 and saying things which are true, which is, you know, effectively you've got to leave the referees alone and go out there and play the game. And uh, on that other front, Christian Wood has been a big part of that. People are confused that, hey, this is somebody that you acquired this offseason. This was supposed to be Luka's tandem guy. Uh, you you seemingly have an issue getting him into the rotation, playing essentially 20 minutes a night. I know Christian Wood hasn't had the best reputation around the league, but is that puzzling to you at all that as efficient as he's been, as good as Christian Wood's been, he just still can't get on the floor consistently for them? Not really, because... You look, if you have Kyrie and Luka, you've got your offense taken care of in a lot of ways. Christian Wood's an offensive player. He is not a defensive player. And I think that's what Jason Kidd is looking for at this point. He's looking for more defense in that front court to give them half a chance at, at beating some of the quality teams. Um, that's been Christian Wood's thing throughout the entirety of his career in Detroit, in Houston, and now in Dallas. He, he can get you points. He can fill up a stat sheet. But he's going to give up just as many or more on the other end and and when you're if you're Jason Kidd if you're Sean Sweeney if you're the defensive minds of that team you know you need guys that can defend and if Christian Wood can't do it and and can't and can't fit in the construct of that defense you just don't need him as much offensively with Kyrie there so it becomes kind of a luxury that that you don't need out there if he's not going to defend what type of market do you think he'll have you know it's a good question um I, I was almost surprised that there wasn't some kind of deal done, you know, with the extension with Christian Wood because it, it just felt he, before the Kyrie trade anyway, it felt like those two sides needed each other. Like Christian Wood had been kind of a losing player up until his trip to Dallas or his uh, time in Dallas. Uh, he gets there. He obviously has chemistry with Luca. Seemed to be a good fit. Um, I, I was surprised that they they didn't get a deal done. But if you're Christian Wood. I think you've got to find a way to stay in Dallas, even though the rotate the minutes right now are not great. Like, do you really want to go and get and play in like Charlotte, or do you want to go back? Oh, Detroit wouldn't take him back, but like another one of these teams with cap space that that are out there. I mean, if Christian Wood wants to be in a winning situation, I think he has to find a way to make it work uh, in Charlotte because, uh, or sorry, in Dallas because the word is kind of out on him. He's been in three stops right now. He's been the same kind of player. Uh, somebody go up there and pay him something, but uh, if he just, I just don't know what situation for him might be would be better than the situation he's got playing off of Luka Doncic in Dallas. Chris Mannix from Sports Illustrated, NBA Insider here on Sean RJ and Bobby one hundred five three The Fan. I want your uh, your power rankings in the West to see how long it takes to get to the Mavs. Oh, I haven't done power rankings in a while. Um, <laughs> You know, I mean, Denver's obviously up at the top. I don't know where Memphis is right now, not just because of the John Morant issue, but you know, Brandon Clark was huge for them, and now he's done, and you know, Dylan Brooks is like one tantrum away from another suspension. Um, the Suns aren't probably, your favorites? No, no. See, I never – no, no, I don't I don't buy into the Suns. I'd probably put them in that 2-3 range. But, you know, I, we, we keep kind of falling for this, right, like where it's like, hey – Stars are together, yeah. and, and they're going to win. And it works out like one out of every four times. Uh, not to say that in the future 
no, a near future, like next season, Phoenix could 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 do it, could put it all together. But adding Kevin Durant this year, and then fleshing out that roster with buyout guys, which you know Terrence Ross is part of that mix, and maybe they get you know whoever else is there with with guys that are part of that that rotation. I just don't think it. I don't think it works in the short term. I think it's too tough to come together over the final two months of the season to beat teams that have been together for a long time. You know, namely a team like like Denver or even Memphis if they if John Morant can can find his way back on the court. So I certainly put the Suns in that you know second round type of level. But if they wind up against Denver in that second round, I would take Denver in that series. And the Mavericks, I, you know, they're to me somewhere and not to be vague, but like four to six kind of range. Mm. Um, you know, with a chance to win a first round series, but I don't see them doing much more than that. All right. So speaking of John Morant, you know, what happens with him? And and is this completely out of the blue and unexpected, or were there whispers that he had sort of this alter ego? It wasn't even whispers. I mean, the reporting was there. Like it, it, he was hiding in plain sight. And you know, this is what's so aggravating about kind of the Memphis response is that like they're now. Like, we're going to take action now. Well, you, you spent the previous three or four months sort of downplaying the reporting of The Athletic, which came out and said that Ja was in an SUV with a laser pointer that uh, pointed at the Pacers team bus that some people there thought was a gun. Well, you just downplayed the Washington Post report, which said Ja beat the crap out of a 17-year-old that was playing basketball at his house. Like, you know, the signs were there that, this was coming and now Memphis is taking this all seriously and they're asking for accountability. I mean, to me that rings uh, pretty hollow. So as far as how it plays out in the short term, I know from talking to people within the league that they're watching very closely how Memphis handles this right now. John Morant is away for the team for the next couple of games Uh, that ends Tuesday night. That would be the second game of the, at least two games away, um, you know, quasi suspension. I expect it to be, several games more. I think what the league is looking for, though, is some kind of official suspension. Right now, they're telling John Morant, take care of yourself. But John Morant, to my knowledge, is still getting paid. And I think the NBA does not want to be, I know the NBA doesn't want to be in a position where a player can wave a gun around at a nightclub and there not be any kind of punishment, you know, actual punishment out there for it. So, you know, I don't know if it's the league that does it, well, the Grizzlies do it, but I expect John Morant to get hit with some kind of suspension that keeps him out for three, four, five games before he's allowed back to return. Chris, thanks so so much for the time, man. Big fan. Keep up the great work. You got it, guys. Chris Mannix, Sports Illustrated, Diamond Factory Hotline. The Rangers, the top of the Rangers lineup, could be the best in the American League. Let's check in on our baseball team in surprise in the home of the Rangers next. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. (laughs) Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our awards winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. 
Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.